Welcome, good evening um, to meeting number three of the Amenities Committee. Uh, agenda item one, um, apologies for absence. Joe, do we have any apologies for absence this evening? We have apologies from... No, no. we have no apologies. Thank you. <laughs> um, item number two, any declarations of interest? Greengates Community Contract for me. Okay, thank you, Lucy. Uh, item number three, uh, public participation. We, do we have any members of the public? Yes, please, if I'm not going to be allowed to speak on the Greengates item as it comes up. So we, we had a meeting with Chris Shaw and we, we walked around Green Gates and he he had concerns about the maintenance costs of the way that it's been the, the way that it's been the park's been designed and some of the flower beds um, and some of the plants that are in there and subsequent maintenance costs. Um, one of Chris's recommendations was that a lot of these plants are taken out and replaced with wildflowers and that some of them have grassed over. I've spoken with the Green Gates Community Project Group who have concerns in that a number of these plants were supposed to be, we're not quite happy with how the contract has finished it and it's supposed to be a park that's also a beautiful garden as well as a children's play area. Um, so the difficulty is, yes, we want it to be maintained easily, but we don't want to lose that aspect. It was supposed to be like a, a mini castle park where it's a pleasant environment for someone to come and sit who's maybe not interested in the play equipment. And so it's kind of striking a balance between what's going to be realistic to maintain going forwards I have spoken with the, the Green Gates group and I've also spoken, uh, there's a possibility that we could get Vivo to come and say what well, this is going to be a bed that they would perhaps look after and that could be for adults with learning difficulties, it's an option that could be explored. It could be that there's a friends of group and one or two of the beds are managed by the friends of group and are granted something like the Hop Haywood group. But, at this point, I wouldn't want to say rip all of those things out. I'm a little bit nervous of being too hasty with it and spoiling some of the um, aspect of what the intention of the park was initially for. So I think it would be wise to explore a couple of options further before making that final decision. Um, yeah, that's pretty much what I wanted to say. Great. Thank you very much, Lucy. Um, right, agenda item number four um, is the approval of uh, the Amenities Committee meeting held on the 10th of July. Has everybody read the minutes on the entry record? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll just sign those off then. Okay, thank you, Joe. So agenda item number five, which is the Green Gates Park, um, just to, to note the condition of the park post-installation, um, Joe has um, attached a copy of the meeting with Chris Shaw, who is um, the grounds maintenance contractor for Norwich Town Council. So there, there are some concerns about the cost of maintenance, but um, taking into account Lucy's view, uh, I think I'm probably of the opinion that we, we have to kind of go through a full full 12 months, which is maintenance of our the original contract, which is Horticon, and then maybe we, we come and have a look at how the park is looking in terms of the planting and maintenance of that. Um, I do think that the Green Gates Community Project Group is still in existence and potentially could um, maintain some um, areas of the park to reduce any costs um, that might be incurred as part of the grounds maintenance SLA, which we will need to look at, um, at at the next budget period to see how much additional maintenance uh, we would have to pay for. Um, so I don't know if I think any of the councils have have a view on that. 
I know Richard, you were you were at the meeting with. Uh, yeah, I think we should pursue uh, Porticon. <clears throat> first of all, there must be a list of the plants that were put in there in the first place because we obviously sanctioned the payment for those. So we need to find out why they're suddenly not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. We've still got this time factor, so we need to be pursuing them a lot harder, I think, than we have done in the past. Um, I get the feeling that they're riding roughshod over us a little bit presuming that they're just buying the time to get to the end of that contract. Mm -hmm. So I think we need to do that. Things like, for instance, the banking, where stores haven't been removed. Um, Shoddy workmanship from that point of view, I think, is the fact that ch children will really come down there if they fall over. You know, they can do some damage to their knees, come to that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So I think we need to pursue that. Um, a comment was made by uh, Councillor Pennington regarding um, whether we should have had somebody there before when it was actually being constructed. It's very difficult when you've already got a project company in place. So I don't know whether that project company bears a certain amount of the blame, if you like, for want of a better word, mm -hmm. for saying why wasn't it pursued more vigorously on our behalf than just letting it go the way it was. Uh, there is one other point. Uh, we did talk about having some posts put up for um, signage. Mm -hmm. uh, so our entrances at the top. One of the things that two or three residents have said to me is because the bottom gates are locked, people are going past, see the gates locked and thinking that the park's not open. So realistically, you have a comment on that, Joe? Oh, they've never been open. They've only ever been open for contractors. No, I know. What I'm saying is because people aren't necessarily aware of the gates entrances at the top of the park, which you would normally get by walking through the estate, oh. anybody walking along the road comes to the gate, sees gates and presumes that's the way in. Because the gates aren't unlocked, they say, well, the, gate, the park must not be used. The only thing that happened when I was in there, so the guy walked up to the gate with his job, he's driven there, parked up, he walked up with his son up the side, walked to the gate of the side, saw the padlock on it and went, oh, it's locked, and walked back again and shot it to me and said, is there a gate on the other side? It's open, I said, reason to push it. So they're all open. They are open, exactly, and they're open, it was open, and it wasn't real back and pushed it. But actually, it is a good point, although it's really obvious to us that the park is open and you use those side gates. If you're not from Waterside or you don't walk past we all the time, it might be worth a sign up to say my only yeah. concern on that is opening those gates you can get a vehicle no no, 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 no I'm not recommending opening the gates because those gates are purely for maintenance what I'm saying is we've, we've positioned a, yeah. a, a sign at the bottom which in some respects just shows you a walk along and, yeah. Off, yeah. and that's where your entrance is is there a possibility now the park is back in use that we could get Cheshire West to make that side path better like wheelchair access because you can't get up the other side because there are steps aren't there mm -hmm. to the other yes, side yes it's got really long lines <laughs> so <laughs> you've got to go up the other side yeah. and it's pretty yeah i have under rocky, clark's report i have got a quote to have those trees uh, some of the trees put pushed back which makes access better at the as you're looking at the park up the park the right hand side yeah yeah so I've got a quote for consideration. I think it's the, it's the path itself. It's pretty path much the only push of pram, but... Yeah. yeah. Okay. Can we can. just spend the standing for one second? We can, Lucy. Um, I was just going to say that the way that you do it, if you have got a wheelchair, is to come at it from Clifton Crescent, where I'm from Shit Street, and I oh, come from yeah. the estate. It's, it's not that. direct, but you can do it. It's not, it's not perfect, but, though. Okay. Clifton Crescent, I mean, it's, it's a cul-de-sac. Um, We've been going to be building down there soon, so oh, it's going to be a nightmare trying to get down there when they, they build on the Meadow Courtland. Yeah. We perhaps uh, feed it back to Mike, Gar Mike Garvey and uh, Lucy Sumner as Cheshire West Castle. <laughs> they could take it forward with uh, Cheshire oh, West. I'll feed yeah. it back to myself. Yes. <laughs> Patrick. Regarding the on-wing maintenance, um, so the, um, I get it's going to be expensive, but actually I think um, <laughs> Member of the public, Lucy Sumner. <laughs> member of the public, Adol, is right. And then actually, it is a tiny amenity. It should look nice. And I think if we, 
actually think I think it's worth spending the money if we have to. Mm -hmm. And if it is going to be really expensive, then I think the exploring of the options of maybe getting even small areas of the park, perhaps we could have a, a, a you know a, a friends group of yeah. maintainers, probably the way forward. But I don't think we should be taking out and putting some wildflowers and planting in. It, there is supposed to be an ornamental element to it as well. Um, so I, that would be my preference. So I think we should reassess where we are. Probably account for some increase in the SLA mm -hmm. when we come to setting the budget. Yeah. But actually, yeah, we'll, we'll need to. But um, I, 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 don't, I don't think we should necessarily change just because it's easier for us. It's trying to maintain it. We can pay uh, this It's more not because it's easier, it's the cost. It's got only part of the cost down, isn't it? I don't think we should rush into changing anything. I think we have to let it take its course for the rest of the year. Personally, I mean, we've invested a lot of money in Kingsley on a couple of wildflower meadows, and they look beautiful, but for a very short time. And then once they're done, or you had like a really heavy downpour of rain and they all get battered, then I would prefer to see something that's a bit hardier and perhaps would last more of the year than something that's, you know, short-lived. Okay. Yeah, that's great. Okay. I'm going to reinstate that all this. Yeah, brilliant. So um, I think we agree. Let's let's live live with it. Let's get back onto the contractors and the project management to see what can be done um, in terms of the, the planting and where potentially planting has failed. Um, getting you know those original plants reinstated again, and let's give it its twelve months, um, stroke eighteen months. But we just need to be on top of of horticulture. Quite rightly, Richard, Definitely. to make sure that it is maintained to the standards that we would expect and that we would want to then continue to maintain it. Mm -hmm. um, and let's explore the option. Um, if we make contact with the Green Gates project group, we can explore the option of potentially having a friends a friends group to help with some of that maintenance as well. Um, great, thank you very much. Did, don't forget the sign to tell people to use the side gates. Yes, sorry, the sign, the, the yeah. entry by the side gates. And we can get well, we can, um, refer to our Cheshire West and Chester councillors about potentially um, wheelchair, better wheelchair access. Does that actually side. need signing? Because if you say it's one side, there's steps. If you came from somewhere else, you know, perhaps you came from Alvinley and thought well, I'd try that yeah, part, you might not I'd know. be inclined just to point them to the, the side where a wheelchair or pushchair could get up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because locals know that they can get in. And you can see the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can. Yeah. Okay. Great. Okay, agenda item number six is our town clock. So that we have 37 responses to the consultation, um, and basically um, people have, have, have said the clock is is it in the centre of the road? It is where it should be. Please leave it um, yes, where it is. is. Just to be so you have to be very, very careful. <laughs> what you ask people in front of them yes. because they will if there's a one end of the stick that they shouldn't get hold of they will <laughs> they ram with that yeah. thing really upset so yeah there were more than 37 responses let me say and every one of them got a response that came direct to me yeah. facebook stuff unless it was on the council facebook page i didn't respond thank you Joe. <laughs> i think basically we were of that sort of yes. opinion yes. but i think you don't want after the event. Why didn't they move it if it cost that much? Yeah. You know, at least we've consulted people. I agree we could have been a, some of them could have been more polite. I think we can people. know that no matter the public attending this evening either. Exactly. Well hopefully some of them will be happily surprised when it stays in place. Yeah, I do yeah. think it's important we asked. No, they're gonna know it moves from that. You ruined it despite saying not moving. Okay, so obviously the, the, the repairs are, are still required um, to both the clock and the, the pedestal that, it's, that it stands on. Um, so we've had two quotations that have been received for uh, the works of the clock. Um, it's fair to say that both quotations require lane closures on the A56 and the cost of the lane closure is in addition to the quotations that we've received. So we need to consider the two quotations. Joe has circulated them and, and redacted um, the amounts on those quotations. So we've received one quotation for £12,910 and another quotation for £18,917. It, it, just so that we know, we're not comparing 
like with like. We are. Oh, we are. We absolutely are. Absolutely, like with like now. Yeah. So sorry, Joe did did request a, a different quote um, from one. So basically, this this is um, repairs to the the base and the clock restoration. The base will remain in situ, uh, but the clock will actually be taken away um, for restoration. Um, there will be an additional cost of an electrician um, at the removal of the clock um, itself and in the installation back in. So there will be a small um, charge for an electrician to be on site at those two points. So do we have a few on the two quotations that we've received? I personally would have been for the one that was £6,000 less. That's um, yes. airing on that as well. Uh, it's, it's public money if it's. Did, uh, but the, the one thing that did come up quite a bit on social media was why can't we just leave the clock alone and not. It, does it matter that it doesn't tell the right time? Well, uh, I think we, we do get an awful lot of complaints when it does. Right, um, okay. It doesn't tell the correct okay. time, particularly if, it's, if you've got three, four different times on the various clock faces, we do get, okay. well, we do get The only complaints. thing I would say then, while we've got so many uh, sets of roadworks, temporary traffic lights, you can't get out of Frogton without going through at least one set of traffic Maybe we shouldn't do it this year. You know, I mean, we're gonna have, because we've got Helsby High School with traffic lights for the next six months. We we've have. got all the hotel filling. We've got Virgin Media who have annihilated the Lakes Ward and I see Cheshire West and Virgin engineers walking slowly up Church Street this morning. So that's going to be dug up next, isn't it? So I think, you know, people are going to have yet more tra traffic issues, diversions. How long would this road closure be? Because they're going to take the clock away for repair. It's so a day while they take the clock away. So it's a day. Richard? I've looked through both quotes and, and there's, there's one thing that's, that changes between the two. The first one with Smith and Derby, they're going to remove the plinth, the actual support. Not on the new quote. Are they now? No. They're going, they're to, going to do it in the city, which is why I'm saying it's like now, like the like. Right. So they're not going to remove that because the other company from Cumbria said that if they start to try and remove it because it's cemented in, it will affect all sorts of problems. So the only other thing I was gonna, the only other thing I was going to say, sorry, Julia, the only other thing I was going to say is, how long is it going to be for them to repair the actual support? They take say, three days for the. So that would be three days of road of, of a lane a closure. Lane, not road closure, sorry. Lane a lane closure. closure. Right. And it will also disable the pedestrian crossing. Yeah. For that time, because they can't get round. Where yeah. Road closure. Yeah. So, so if it's like for like, both ports will be three days yeah. for them to strip everything down, repaint it. Yeah, so and one of, those, one of those three days will be taking the top bit off. Yeah, but then there will be another lane closure when they bring the clock. When they come back, back. yeah. So but that will only be on the back. However long it takes for them to yeah. 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 back. Three days will cause a lot of upset. It will. Mm -hmm. It's a lane closure. It's just a lane closure. closure. But it'll have no, the pedestrian as well, though. Yeah, and it'll affect Church Street. Are you more meaning that if there's a lot of roadworks around it, that might affect it? As in, like, affect it works, yeah. 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 So if yeah. you get it repaired and then it, there's lots of heavy works around it, you think, is that what yeah. the point you're Well, it, I mean, we don't know yet what Virgin Media are going to do in the town centre. I mean, they've caught, well, you know, because you're on from the ward walk. Yeah, they've made a mess, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah, we've, we've re reported it and they're going to go and have a look, but I think fr from the looks of it, it's, it's coming from the drains that they've clogged up with all the debris that they've pulled out and then it's all the water's running down and it's a road yeah. in the street. Yeah. It's a mess. Yeah. You see when we've got the sinkhole reappearing by the... Yeah, well, they've, they've only done one of them, haven't they? There's, there's no. another well, they couple keep coming back. Yeah. So, yeah. But I'll, I'll I just think it's bad. We haven't got on the anyway this year. So we have to put in the budget for next year really anyway. Um, okay. How long will they keep the quotes for, I guess? That's, that's the other thing. question. Smith of Derby said uh, 30 days. Uh, Cumbria Clocks have said, go back, get back to them and ask them how long we want when we've decided what we're doing. Okay. So, but having said, they've said 30 days. 
So in, in terms of the two quotes that, with, that we've received, are we more inclined to go with the £12,910 quote, which is £6,000 cheaper than the other? I don't think we could justify going for the more expensive one. I agree. So that makes happy? sense to me. Yeah. Okay. So we're happy then, Joe, yeah. to go with the quotation that we've received £12,910. Can we go back to that particular... Um, yeah. So, so now you've made it, I can tell you which is which, and it's Cumbria clocks that have come with the cheaper quote. Okay. So can we ask them how long they can hold that price for us, just bearing in mind that we have got an awful lot of, of roadworks? Yeah. I'm just about ideally trying to put it into a school holiday time, when we've not got school buses going through. Yeah. Richard, did you...? Have we got a price then on um, traffic management? I didn't go that far because, because we, have, we, we have to pay for the traffic management separate, we, that's not including the courts. No, it? we do. We do, we have to pay for that separately and the yeah. electrician. So it might be we also need permission from Cheshire West to work on the highways. Yeah, but it might be an idea to get a price for what the cost of the, the um, traffic management is going to be for the three days and for the additional day than to come back and refit in. Um, and depending on that price, would you decide not to go ahead with any of the works? I don't know. I, I mean, it, it, it's, it's the fourth interlinked, aren't they? You can't do one without the other. Mm. I think we just have to back the bullet with the. We know we're going to have to have a lane closure to do mm. to do the works. So we're agreeing to do the work, then we're agreeing to the, to, yeah, to close to the lane um, and, and get an electrician. While we're doing it with the Cumbria people, if they're doing a lot, should we consider um, a contract with them to keep looking after it? Because we missed the window of opportunity with. Smith of Derby last time, didn't we? Smith of Derby wouldn't at that at that time, with the condition of the clock, give you a quote. But if we're getting it all snagged, we're going to ask yeah. them, as soon as they've done that, can they give us a price on... For maintaining going forward. Yeah. Yeah. They do give a 10-year guarantee with all the parts that they'll replace mm -hmm. and repair. They do, yeah, what, on that quote. What about our other clock on Church Street? Do we have a maintenance contract on that? No. Is it worth asking for... Okay. And to cover both clocks. Yeah, that would make sense. Okay. Sorry, Joe, we're making more work. No, we? no. Okay. So, I am asking, am I saying to Cumbria Clocks that we agree to the work depending on how long they hold the price for? Bearing in mind, we're going to be looking at some time at May after after we receive the preset next year in May. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If everybody's in agreement with that. Yeah, and yeah. we are, yeah. At least we can factor that into the budget next year as well, can't we? Yeah, it's not like it's anything that we need to do urgently because no. it's no. not... No, it's a list of priorities, it's not mm -hmm. at the top of it, is it? Yeah. Okay. If we're leaving it till next year, Northwich Town Council now have some of their staff trained in traffic management, haven't they? They do, they do. Something we could think so about So it would necessarily be Blue Arrow, we could, we have got an option. Yeah, Great. or we could right. have some of our councillors trained in traffic management. Well, you were going to go on a traffic management. Yeah, they cancelled it. They cancelled it. Yeah. Police cancelled it. Okay. Great. So we're happy with that agenda okay. item. Yes, thank you. Thanks, Joe. Uh, agenda item number seven, which is uh, Northwich Town Council. This is our uh, grounds maintenance contract review. Just to note the report uh, following the meeting with Northwich Town Council, and Joe circulated that. And then to agree actions to be taken. Um, I, I think based on the majority of it was in relation to the Green Gates um, and the, the additional works there. I think what we said is we're going to um, make sure Horticon complete all their contractual maintenance in the next 12 stroke 18 months. But we do, I think, Joe, we're going to come back, uh, bring it back to Minties in terms of the SLA and what increases. Yeah, well, we did be. look at the SLA and decided at this point in time there's very, very little to make any changes to. Great. Um, just on actions though, one of the things we looked at was uh, there's quite a few trees down on marshlands which are blocking the paths, which uh, actually need, they're not, they're not just sort of small things, they yeah, really yeah, are yeah, blocking the yeah. paths. So I've had a quote to combine two jobs, because it's cheaper, <coughs> to get those trees removed, and they will leave them on the site, they will just move them as habitat, but we'll need some equipment to move them. And also, as you're walking up... Um, 
Green Gates Park and the trees that are on the right hand side that a resident I believe has contacted you about to have those reduced in width to make that path more passable. The two jobs combined are £550. Are we happy for that? To get to go ahead yeah. for that, as everyone. Yeah. As long as they're not topping them and they're just trimming. No, the, the sides. Yeah. Okay. Can we, we we can approve that, Joe? Thank you. Is that Northwich Town Council doing that? Yeah. So you'll contact their branch manager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to move you. You're too good. <laughs> <laughs> Agenda item number eight, which is our play areas. Um, again, so we've had some quotations received for works identified during the annual inspections. Um, so Joe has circulated these rounds. So there's there's uh, quite a bit of work to do at Church Fields. Some of these are low risk. Uh, some of these are medium risk. So Joe's identified for us which are low risk and medium risk. So the total cost of the works that are required at Churchfields is 3250 There are also works um, to be done at Park Lane. Um, the total cost of those works are 2025 Top road works uh, come to a total cost of 1600 And Townfield Lane, um, there's an awful lot of work needs doing there. The total cost of the repairs Townsley Lane Park are 4,780. We have budgeted for maintenance. Um, I think anything that's, from my perspective, if it's medium risk, should we should be doing. Um, the low risk items, I'm inclined to say, should we go ahead of the low risk items because they're only going to become potentially medium risk items and may cost more. In, in the longer term, I don't know what people's views are. I mean, generally, I, I, I would say it, I, I like to get everything done, but then when you see like £1,200 to check what I say, you can think. Well, <laughs> there's a the problem there because this is the top road one though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, the top access, that's the problem. Yes, the access, access is, is hard, easy. there's no main water. Exactly. Yeah, they should so pull the water up themselves. It, it's the same problem we have with getting um, Green Gates watered, you know, who mm. was cross yeah, with that because it's it, exactly the same situation. Yeah. How much was in the budget for repairing it? was 10,000 for additional works. It is just a bit more. How, how long have the springers been there? Because the carpet hasn't been there for that long, so surely it shouldn't. Sorry, where, where, which one? Uh, at Churchfield, you know, the um, the springers that run that new carpet surface mm -hmm. is saying to build surface up around the carpet to prevent trip hazards at the springers. Well, it wasn't done when they put the carpet in. They didn't build mm -hmm. the surface up, they just used the existing surface. We weren't asked to. So it's something that's only become apparent once they've fitted that carpet. And, and it's, you've got a different point of view. You've got, these are the Rosper inspections. Yeah. So Rosper is saying that the surface should have been built up. I was just wondering if, it, if the works were still under warranty and whatever. The, the carpet is under warranty. Do the fact it's not being built up isn't. Church fields, we ended up because companies had gone out of business and what we had no um, warranty on anything on church oh, field from when it was bit. first built. So, so there's new screeners and there's new carpet style yeah. surfacing, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's a bit more durable than the um, tiger mulch yeah. stuff. I suppose it comes down but they weren't asked respect. to build up the surface. No, no, we didn't ask them to do it. Also you've got a different play inspector coming in and saying well mm. I think you should have done it. Is the it's, a, it's, a, it's subjective. It, it is low risk, but low risk will turn into medium yeah. risk. Yeah. And potentially, if we don't do it whilst we've got the yeah, prices, is it going to be I think do it, but the only thing I was wondering is do we need to leave some money behind in case there's any urgent works that appear in the next? Because we've still got quite a lot of this year left, we're only mm -hmm. halfway through the financial year. If we did all of the medium risk stuff, how much of the budget does that eat up? 1500. 2000, 2000, 
So we're look, if we're looking at the top rows, all of those are identified as medium risk. risk. Yeah, yeah so do, do all of those. With Townfield Lane, the one that um, is saying uh, address maps. Sorry, but I've just done a quick add up, and all the low risk items come to £5,745. That's if you do all the low risk items on all, of, all the various parts. So that's what you That's the low risk. Low risk, mm -hmm. yeah. That's the cost it cost you to do for those. The uh, the one thousand three hundred twenty-five point for the surface making the level surface making the surface level of the snakes and ladders even time through seems unnecessary. I'm sure the kids complain about even snakes and ladders surface to yeah. save us a thousand pounds. The other one I was going to query is also at Townfield Lane. So I know I've been there with Chris before and uh, it's saying to add grass mats to the side to prevent wear. We had spoken with Chris about trying some of the carpet stuff up there. So if it's going to be 2,375 to get something that's potentially not the Sorry. ideal solution, I'm wondering if we can go back and ask. Remember that this isn't Northwich Town Council's suggestion. This is what the Rossborough report. Yeah. So, so, so where so are these quotes these, from? They're from Northwich Town Council based on what the Rossborough recommended mm -hmm. yeah so presumably grass mats or a different safety surfacing would would be fine at the top of that slide the grass mats are going to be a lot cheaper than carpet yeah but it's an awful lot of money to spend on something that's maybe what's well, low it's, risk it's, it's low risk it's low risk we can leave it we mm -hmm. to do that in the moment so so to leave one of those two. Just delete that that's like some ladders getting out of it. It doesn't need to be level. So you can't actually, eliminate all risk from a children's play that, area, can you? Um, surely that needs to be some. Yeah, yeah, that snakes and ladders thing, there used to be a piece of play equipment on it. And when we did the refurbishment of town feeling, that is what the residents wanted. They didn't want us to dig the concrete up. They wanted us to make it into something that the kids could play on. That's mm -hmm. how we ended up with the snakes and ladders thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I think it's great. I just does that. Oh, I don't know what level. I think. It doesn't budget. It's a bit dippy. No. So and it's very expensive to make it level. It seems pointless. Yeah. yeah. Right. So should we take each part in order, and then we can just make yeah. sense of, of this joke? So for church fields, total cost of all those items is three thousand two hundred and fifty. Do we want to? complete all of those items? Yes, I would say so. I think yes, to be yes. fair, because I'd like yeah. the graffiti removed anyway. Yeah. And actually the rest, the only one, you may as well do the... Um, exactly. The, do the sprayers, because there's new equipment, just yeah. get it sorted, and then we'll last longer, hopefully. So church fields, we're saying, Joe would like them to complete all of them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Park Lane. The total cost um, for the works at Park Lane is... 2025. Can I ask what, what is the problem with the uh, entrance gate? It doesn't, it doesn't close. It's not self-closing. But there is also another gate inside the park lane which is into the children's play area itself, mm. which does. So, so the one they're talking the about gate? is the entrance gate. Yeah, I, I was wondering if we could just get a local engineer to look at that gate and fix whatever's wrong with it rather than put a new one in. Well, we have before. The springs yeah. can't be fixed. It's been backwards and forwards. This It's been on the agenda for the last mm. three years. Yeah. The springs can't be fixed. It's a new gate. But there is also a gate to... But that's not the one we're talking about. No, I know it's not. But I'm no. just saying, even from a chip from a perspective of... Say the kids running out onto yeah. the road yeah. is the... I mean, it's a relatively little-used park, so in yeah. terms of, like, if you go in there with your children, you tend to close the gate behind you yeah. if that's your concern, and you're not going to have anybody coming in after you, really, it's in most it, cases. It's a toddler park, really, isn't it? It is. So um, I, I don't think we should spend that amount of money. So, without... So, are we OK to complete the works apart from... Supply the store a new entrance. I'd be half tempted to do the gate because it's it's a park where a lot of children will go with SEM needs, isn't it? Who who might be more in need of a gate like that? 
But then they, they sure. find the children that tend to have an adult. They'll have an adult. With with yeah, with the other gate. And the other gate, in the, there is another gate for them to go through into the play area. I so. think he also does, self-closing gate, so that's such to let dogs in. You know, if you get a dog that's not with run out of guard or something, you know, it's it won't get in there if it's a self-closing gate. We don't want any complaints about that part. No, at all. The gate does close. It does, it does close within the time element that is recommended. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. yeah. So mm. just leave. I would leave be happy oh, okay. to leave yeah. the gate and, and complete the other works there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Top Road. Uh, the works at Top Road is a cost of one thousand six hundred pounds. We know the jet wash, why that's expensive, because there isn't water, yeah. because of where the park is. They are all medium risk, but we have to I go think ahead. we should do all of those. Yeah. 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 Okay, so all the works in top road, Joe, please. And then Townfield Lane. Uh, I think the biggest cost there then is the, the <coughs> Snakes and Ladders game, which is low risk. I think we've all basically said we're not sure that that needs to be, to be made level. Yeah. Um, and the other high item uh, there is the grass mats to prevent wear, uh, which is 2,300, that's also low risk. And there were some grass mats on there previously, they've just been installed badly. So remember we, we went with, well not the last time we were with Chris Shaw, but a while back, do you remember Chip, when we, we went with Chris Shaw? I think again it's something that's come up on every inspection. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. it has. So. But it's I, think, I think we're saying no to the snakes and ladders. Um, <coughs> I think it's preserve the emergency, but no to the grass mats as well. I'm inclined to say no to the grass mats too. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay, so all of the other works, Joe, to complete, but um, no grass mats and no snakes and ladders. Oh, snakes and ladders, yeah. Well, there is a snakes and ladders, but no <laughs> surface repair. Okay. And, yeah. Can I just make one point? I think what's interesting is when you look through all that, there's nothing high risk, so it's looking, yeah. there's nothing there that we've ignored. Absolutely. No. So the low and medium risk, and even the medium risk, the maximum number is a 10, and it's starting at 7. Yeah. So it shows that, that we're investing as much as we possibly can to make sure those parts are safe. Yeah. And yeah. there's other stuff that we can look at as, as it develops from low to medium. Yeah. I agree. Thank you. Okay, moving us on to agenda item number nine, which is Chrome Lake. Uh, to note that there is a request from Cheshire Fire Service to use a lake as a training venue. Um, that training would involve water safety and some wading equipment. It would be for a couple of hours on a Tuesday evening. Uh, the fire service would also complete a risk assessment um, should we give them permission to use Chrome Lake. Joe, I believe we've spoken to or been in contact with the, the residents yeah. um, that are adjoining the lake and there are they have no objections other than um, the training to start only after the migrating birds have left. In October. In October. And for them to park on the lay-by. Okay. I think um, it, it was previously used as a, as a fishing lake. Uh, I don't know how how much that is used at the moment. I, I do walk walk up there um, on fairly frequent occasions and I haven't seen any uh, fishermen on there, but I think possibly uh, if, we, if we're timing it so that the migrating birds have left, possibly also that we don't do any training should it be approved in any um, fish spawning season. When do fish spawn? I'd need to check that, Jim. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> So I don't know if anyone it's else is it? No, it's Mayor June. No, okay. it, I think it's, it's this kind of summer. Yeah. Got to be warm enough in the water. Yeah. <laughs> Does it depend on the fish? No, that's not going to the No, that's not. Hello. Okay. Yes. On behalf of Frank, can I ask please for a named vote on Chrome You can indeed. So, uh, is everyone happy to vote mm. on a named vote? Okay, so, so can I just put all those in favour, hands up, please? Can we just have the proposal again as to what we're going to So, the proposal is that um, we give permission to our local Cheshire Fire Service, so the Frodgham um, branch, um, to use a lake as a training venue uh, for the fire service. 
that training would include water safety and wading equipment um, and that would be used for a couple of hours on a Tuesday evening. Is the that service will complete the a series of Tuesdays? Or is it one Tuesday? Series. It will be a series of Tuesdays. For how long? Do you and Frank have a particular reservation about this? Oh, just hang on, just shift, please. So we, I'm not sure quite how long, Frank. I'm assuming that's Frank. Sorry, <laughs> uh, Richard. I'm not. But I'm assuming that it, it's you know it would be ongoing training for members of of the fire team. Once they've been trained, obviously they need to do further training. But it's new equipment they've never used before that they want to trial. Mm -hmm. So I would. Well, I don't be time limited. But it, I think it's it's going to be time limited. It's not going to be every Tuesday evening. So is that the new approach on the months that you're trying to avoid? Because if we start in October, it's going to run through into January, February, March, April. It, it may do. You could put stipulations, stipulations on it. That's what I'm saying. Well, they use it in the dark. I mean, you know, because we're going to have yeah. the Tuesday evening is going to be dark. Because that's the point. That's the point. Yeah. yeah. If they were to have to attend a flood, then it could be dark. So I think they'll do it on, yeah. So do you want to put conditions? We can put a condition on it. We can speak to yeah. them and, and have time. We're looking time at migrating birds, etc. I'm just thinking, are we, are we allowing them to start doing it? I'm not against them doing it, but is it going to run into an area where... Just well, we thought, bearing in mind they're not wanting to start till October, should I clarify that and bring it to the next amenities committee before you make a decision? So that you I know think, exactly. Yeah, I think we perhaps have a fuller proposal of what they intend. Okay. Mm. Yeah, it would be better idea to know exactly how long they want to do it for, because presumably they're going to get recruits over a period of time. Those recruits will mm. need to be trained yeah. in the equipment that they've got. So we can defer this to future amenities once I've got. If everyone is okay with that, just yeah. think, okay. having more information from the fire service yeah. to know exactly what they're going to do with it. I thought it was a one-off thing. I saw the other. I think the other thing we could do is say give permission for say four sessions, and if they want more, get them to apply for more. Oh, so let's get the facts. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a particular reservation? No. Frank talked to me just before the meeting and said if it was going revoked tonight, could he have a named vote? He has got some concerns, I think, but Frank knows the history too yeah, of yeah, Premier yeah. Lake, and I think he's worried about damage that they might do. Okay. But why would like ecology kind of damage? Yeah, for, for pond plants and things. Mm. Well, let's get a, a more detailed proposal from the fire service and yeah. bring, it, bring it back. Okay, thank you. Uh, item number 10 is Memorial Field Sundial. Um, so we've had a request from a resident to install a plaque on the sundial um, on the Memorial Field. Joe, you've got some further information? Only that um, I've been in touch with Rotary and they've got no objection to it going on the stone base okay. if the council sees fit. I would suggest that if you did, then we have get the wording we're arranged to have the plaque made up by the people who make the plaques for our cemetery, so it is in keeping. And um, we ask for a payment for the plaque and the installation. Okay, and this is the, the resident's grandfather, I believe, um, was involved in the, the design of the base of it or something, was it? I don't know, but there's no qualification. Yeah, if, if um, they're happy with to allow it, mm. I think you're right, but we, we do need to see it and perhaps get the agree the wording. Yeah. It says yeah. here in the email, oh, I'd like from my granddad, is a small plaque on the sun dial that says made by, and then that's redacted all along those lines. So, yeah. person's grandfather must have made As far as I understand, yeah. the person didn't design the sun dial. They had some it's, input they built into the stone. Okay. I think um, based on what Joe's just said in terms of um, let's mm -hmm. you know we organise for the plaque. It's in keeping. Yeah. We can um, approve the words. Then I in in liaison with it's rotary or round yeah. table. Yeah. Rotary. Yeah. Then I I don't have no problem. I don't have a problem. Is any is everybody? Yeah, I'm fine with it. Yeah, I'm fine. As long as nobody else then says I had something to do with the 
But basically, it, because it, it isn't really ours. No. Rotary don't. No, no, exactly. I agree. So, so if they're happy with it, then as long as it's in keeping. Yes. Yeah. yeah I think that's the key. Packs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We don't. We don't want companies advertising. No. Exactly. No, no. So, <laughs> but uh, my granddad bolt builders. Is that okay, Joe? Yes, I can go ahead with that. That's great. Uh, item number 11 is notice boards. So we've received um, a couple of quotations for two different styles of notice boards. Oh. Uh, can one. I speak as a member of the public if I'm not going to be allowed to speak? Well, this is, these are notice this is, boards. These are notice boards in general. Notice boards in general. Are they not ones that we're looking at for cream cakes? Then notice boards in general. Okay. So we've got two quotations that we've received. Uh, one is £971.75, which is like a double fronted um, notice board, and another one which is a 593, which is a, a single uh, notice board. The, the fitting cost on that is £200. On the 593? Yes. Okay. So it costs £200. And, and the other one is a much bigger board. You've got more options. Yeah. Um, so what what we look what effectively what we're looking at is the two notice boards that we've agreed to install. So one is on Green Bates, and the other one is to replace the one that was demolished by the car accident next to Costa Coffee. Yeah. So my my thoughts, these are just my thoughts, is that the single notice board would be more suitable for for outside Costa Coffee, mm. and I'm pursuing a, a claim with our insurers for that one. And the other one. But obviously, different words would be more suitable for Green Gates. I, I would agree with you, Joe, um, because this statutory information that we're supposed to have on the park signs as well, mm -hmm. that can go on that more permanent bit and things about dogs, and then there's like okay. a community element to it as well, isn't there? So, uh, yeah, I think. I think so, the one at 971, you've got one that you can, it's like a glass thing, is your first bit. Yeah, so you can open it up on things in and then, yeah, I've got it. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the £971 one, mm -hmm. if we had one like that by Costa, the permanent information, could that have our new thing with what we do and what Cheshire West do printed on that? And then just have. Oh, you mean on, on the bigger one? Yeah, yeah. It's just we're not going to be placing light for light, so I don't know where we stand with the insurers, and also oh, it's right. not our land, it's uh, highways. So I would, whereas highways I can replace with the single panel because right. that's what was there before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's. No, I thought it would be a good opportunity because it's yeah. town it, centre. It would make it more obvious as well, because like, mm -hmm. people don't often look mm -hmm. at the notice board, do they? But yeah. if you draw, he's really drawn to it. But then equally, of course, that then is quite nice that graphic. But then if you fear it, you know, becomes sort of outdated after a while. Yeah. You know, outdated, so it's really tricky. Yeah. And it's, I don't know that there is a space for it. Yeah. Yeah. Position. Okay. And I might have more of a difficulty with uh, insurance because okay. I'm then re I'm replacing. I'm not replacing like for like. Yeah. Right. Okay. okay. My my only request for the cost of one is that it's wheelchair height. Okay. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, another uh -huh. one at TSB is a nightmare. Yeah, I can't reach. I need a stool. I know. Yeah. Okay. Is everyone uh, happy with? Can I just add one point? When, when we walked round Green Gates, we talked about having a notice board at each entrance at the top, and we only talked about one notice yeah. board now. Yeah. And that will be on the right hand side as you look at the where you're talking about cutting the trees back. Where we stood at the gate. That's right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's where you oh, yeah. If you're having that more permanent one, would it be better affixed to the side of one of the double gates at the front and then you could put access stuff on it? So if anyone walking past it sees on the main road. I think that comes on, on columns, so I've no idea. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm happy with I think it would. Sorry. Double, yeah, I'm happy with double fronted at that top corner near the near the gate and then we've, we've already said we're going to put some notices up near the two main gates that are locked to say entrance fire yeah, the side gate. Could yeah. we perhaps get another quote to bring back at a later date for that bit that mounts onto a fence to put the other information on? 
we can do. I think Joe's already got, already got a note to get, mm -hmm. um, some signs made. But yeah, some, something like that would look right on the front. I think that's what I say, green gears, park a fixture and then entrance, just like a yeah. sign would yeah. be relatively helpful, I think, maybe. Um, can we discuss for now? Yes. That's done. Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy with those two. I'm happy with the double the double the double 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 I'd rather it was a Hodgson Town Council decision what goes on that sign and then they can obviously have input yeah. into what goes in on the yeah. panel, but it's a, it's a Town Council sign. Agree. Mm -hmm. Agree. Okay. It was just quite a nice one that Bernie had seen and it's got some nice illustration on it, that's all. Well, we can add that into the, the, other, the other side of it. I think because potentially we might have to replace all of our notice boards in other parks, then we keep them as a standard mm -hmm. FTC and then we can put any other information in there that we might want. I think that's a valid point, having standardisation throughout the town. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than different boards in different places, it looks exactly. a mismatch thing. Yeah. And yeah. we're looking for civic pride and that's a good way of trying to produce it, isn't yeah. it? Okay. Uniformity. Okay, thanks Richard. Okay. Moving us on, item number 11, sorry, 12 is Clark's report. Joe, is there any additional information? The only, the only thing I have there is uh, really just thinking about, I don't know if it's relevant for this committee, the away day. Lucy is able, unable to attend, Bernie is unable to attend, Patrick's unable to attend. So do you want me to have a look at other dates? It will very much depend on what the availability is here. Yeah. And Monday nights tend to be a good night here. Okay. It's 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 it's, it's, just it's been a really big event for the past couple of years. It's a it's a way for councils to come together informally to get to know one another and to get to know skills. Um, so we can best utilise those skills. Um, and also it does form part of our kind of programme of work for the next kind of twelve stroke eighteen months of things that we want to we would like to, to make a difference and move forward in Frodsham. So so I can have a look at some other dates, Joe. I'm in favour of it, so I think we just need to look at dates that, yeah. that everybody can make, if possible, because that's the purpose of having the exactly. away day isn't it? it is, it is. Not to only, not to end up with a third of the councillors missing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'll have a look, at, well, I'll speak to you during conjunction with mm -hmm. what they've got available here, and see if we can get a date where the majority, if not all councillors, are able to attend. Uh, Item 13, date of the next meeting will be the 11th of September. And that draws us to the close of the Amenities Committee tonight. Thank you very much.